and welcome to a very special episode of Ask Me About K-Pop. We are coming to you live in a brand new world, a world where everyone has seen all that K-Pop can be. My name is Shannon and I am joined as always by my best friend Angelica. Angelica, how are you today? E-X-O! E-X-O! Listen! E-X-O! E-X-O. E-X-O. Yeah. I'm so fucking pumped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is, we're really, really excited. This is just a special little mini bonus episode because something magical has happened in the world of K-pop this week. Something so, magical happened in the world In the world today. Period. So we had to take a special day just to talk about it. Um, so if you're not a regular listener to, of our podcast and you've just come in because you just watched the Olympic opening ceremonies and you're like, what just happened? Closing um, ceremonies. Closing ceremonies. I'm sorry. See, I'm too excited. We're too excited. Um, we, we are just a little podcast that are here. We're here to help people, um, navigate the world of K-pop. New K-pop fans are born every day. And I think a whole lot were just born today. And we are here to help you with those things. Um, I'm Shannon. This is Angelica. Hello, and, hello. uh, this is what we do every week for our people who are usually here every week. Thanks guys. We love you. Um, oh my God. Where do we even start? Oh shit. Um, <laughs> I guess, I guess what we should say, full disclosure. Um, we are recording this before this has aired in the United States of America. Yes. We watched some like Russian and Chinese streams or whatever <laughs> this morning. Gifts of Tumblr. Thank you. Internet. Uh, but I'm hoping <laughs> we'll see. I'm hoping that the NBC announcers did not like talk over or cut out everything that we're about to talk about. Um, if they did, um, we will do our best to find like quality links that are from maybe like SBS or some like Korean broadcasting companies because their announcers tend to talk less yeah. over performances than American <laughs> announcers do. So if the American broadcast, which again, we haven't seen yet, it hasn't happened <laughs> it hasn't yet. Happened. Um, if it is super chatty, like we'll make sure that we link quality videos where you can actually enjoy the performance because as you can probably already surmised like we are big EXO fans and the other performer of the closing ceremonies was CL um, who's from a girl group that doesn't exist anymore called To Anyone um, and so we will do our best to find like the best links yes, for you absolutely. best version um, okay so this is just supposed to be a quick bonus episode we're not supposed to talk forever so let's get into it um, the first K-pop person that you saw if you watched the full closing ceremonies, which again, full disclosure, we haven't watched. We just went straight to the K-pop parts that we could find on the internet. But what I gathered is that CL came out somewhere in the middle. Uh, Appears in like full Cruella DeVille yes. fierceness. Yes. With a bevy of mostly male, it seemed, backup dancers. With cool colored hair mm-hmm. and some mohawks and some bright ponytails and such. Yeah. And her first song that she performed was Hello Bitches. Right? It was like a sort of, it seemed like a little bit of a remix of mm-hmm. the opening of Hello Bitches. She didn't do like any lines from it. No, it, it was really was like a little bit of the chorus. Um, and so like she kind of started with some Hello Bitches, which is one of her solo tracks, a very cool song. In English. It's an all in English. Mm-hmm. And I really love that song and the music video itself because it has like super a super incredible cast of backup dancers who are all from New Zealand. They're- you've seen if you saw the Justin Bieber sorry video, you've seen these dancers. Yes. Um and so I was a little disappointed to see that that those were not the dancers that that she had with her on the stage, only because that 
that song is such a girl power song Mm -hmm. and most of her backup dancers, at least the ones that were right next to her, were men. But whatever. So she started with that song and then she went into a song of hers that I was not familiar with. But speaking of girl power, it is called The Baddest Female. That is the name of the song. Yeah. Um, so that was just sort of her like walking up toward the platform where she mm-hmm. spent most of her time um, doing a song from her girl group days, which was uh, uh, I Am, I am the Best. I Am the Best. I Am the Best. Uh, it's a to anyone song that was in like a Microsoft commercial last year oh. or something. <laughs> like it's one of those K-pop songs that you may, even if you have no, no knowledge You might of K-pop. be familiar with it in some way. Um, yeah, so normally that group had three other members in it, but she did it on her own. And I thought the, the coolest part about that, aside from her hair, um, was the fan chants. Yeah. She had the whole crowd shouting back at her. Um, yeah, she did that the, she, yeah, there was definitely a lot of holding the mic towards the crowd and they were giving they it to her. They were so loud. It was awesome. Um, yeah. She had cool fringe gloves. Yes, cool. I was glad she took off that bulky jacket that she first walked in on. It didn't, It was a great jacket. But it it was, was, but it just was very boxy. And mm-hmm. then she took it off and she had like a similar shape with the like off the shoulder, like corseted thing. But then those gloves. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Uh. With all the fringe. Um, so, yeah. That was an incredible, like a nice little mix from CL. Mm-hmm. Um, something about CL uh, since 21's uh, disbandment in, I want to say 2016. That sounds right to me, but maybe it was before then. Um, she has been trying to sort of uh, make it in the West. Mm-hmm. I know that she played at Austin City Limits a couple of years ago. She's and also- there was a rumor that Will I Am had asked her to be. <laughs> To take over Fergie's place in mm-hmm. the Black Eyed Peas. Which is like a weird request in the <laughs> sense that I kind of could actually see her yeah. in that role. But I also feel like the Black Eyed Peas like aren't a thing anymore. Right. Like I, if, She deserves better. She deserves better than that. Exactly. Like the Black Eyed Peas are kind of a joke and they don't really make that much music anymore. Or the music that they make now is not very good. <laughs> right. Like she's better than that. So I personally hope that her – full Western debut is not with the Black Eyed Peas. But she has also released a couple of English songs already. Hello Bitches is one of them Mm -hmm. that we mentioned. She had that other one. Was that one in English where the music video is like her in Brooklyn and she ends up like on a cloud Oh my God, yes. And it sounded really similar to like a J-Lo song or something. It had kind of like, did it have reggae undertones to it? Kind of. Everyone was definitely like smoking weed in the video. Yeah, it seemed to be all about smoking weed. Um, But it was entirely in English, wasn't it? I think so. Because I'm pretty sure that since she's moved, like she has been an English artist since since that's what to she's anyone, to do. yeah, um, and she's great. And she's great. Uh, she's gorgeous. Another place to see her that uh, we talked about at brunch previous to this is the Psy uh, music video for the Psy song "Daddy." Mm-hmm. She she is the female voice in that song, and she's also in the video. Um, she's great. CL, congratulations yeah. on getting to represent your nation at the closing ceremony. Absolutely. I bet it was – we talked a lot like while we were watching the performance about how intimidating that must have been because the in comparison to other Olympic stages, the Korean stage is very bare. Like it's huge yeah. and it has that really cool LED stage, but there's no set pieces to it. Like right. it's just a flat circle pretty much. And like they rely I was, on like the lighting of the audience. Yeah. They're all – they're pretty alone out there because I'm remembering – like I feel like the last – 
the last closing ceremony that I have a memory of, because I haven't had cable in forever, so I, like, don't get to watch the Olympics anymore, mm-hmm. was it the London Same. ones? They, like, brought out the Spice Girls on, like, a big glittery, like, bus, and they put them on a big, big, big stage to, like – there was a lot of – I feel like there were a lot of set pieces. Yes. And this, this Those, South Korean one has, like, not had a lot of set pieces in either ceremony. It's just, like, the big bare LED stage mm-hmm. and everybody has to command it. Yeah, which I thought worked really well in EXO, which we'll talk about in a minute. But it, it is difficult when you are a solo artist and, like, it's just you out there with, like, your backup dancers. We compared it to Beyonce at the Super Bowl, how, like, they kind of fill that stage by having audience members. Like, the stage Mm -hmm. itself is kind of small, and then it's surrounded by audience. And here, like, she was just sort of, like, out in the middle of it all by herself. Yeah, she had a Um, little platform, but it wasn't much. Yeah, she did a good job, though. She did a good job commanding that whole space. Um, But I did think it was easier for a group like EXO to command that more of that space, because Mm -hmm. not only were they able to take up some of the space with, like, those crazy ATVs they came in on but also like there's eight of them so. right okay then let's do it let's jump XO, into XO 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 um, XO 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 so we're um, what am I trying to say we I've already seen like again it's we're here in the United States of America this has not aired yet but it did technically air 12 hours ago at 3 a.m. Um, Which we did not wake up for, no. like, just to put I it out there. I debated it. <laughs> I debated it very seriously. But three times in the last two or three months, I have woken up in the middle of the night to stream an EXO or Shiny. Or, like, I have been streaming concerts in the middle of the night recently. Um, and when I saw the set list that EXO was pretty far down into the opening ceremony, I was like, if I get up, that's like trying to keep myself awake till like four, five a.m. and watching yeah. a million like other dove commercials things. or whatever yeah. in the middle. So I let I didn't I didn't do it today. We just um, trusted that Tumblr would come through yeah, for that us. The internet and, would like, come through to, for us and um, And they did. They did. And as I saw when I woke up, uh millions of tweets from people being like, Who was that guy? Who was that one? Oh my god, I'm so shook. So that's so what we are here to do. We're going to tell you what we're here for. My lovely, lovely new fans, uh, welcome, welcome. Uh, All right, sorry so, that now yeah, you're sorry. infected with welcome. the virus, but um, <laughs> we're here for you. <laughs> I've been suffering for quite a while now, so welcome everybody else. <laughs> so the first image we saw of our EXO boys is uh, we saw member of EXO Kai. K-A-I Kai is his stage name. His given Korean name is Kim Jong-in. And his, and his fan given nickname is Nini. Nini, our Nini bear. Um, he was wearing traditional Korean clothing and there was a man with a gong and he did like a cool gong yeah, and dance. And he did this incredible, like, sort. it definitely I would say is not necessarily like a traditional Korean dance because obviously he was like popping and locking in a part mm-hmm. of it. It was just sort of like an interpretive modern dance, mm-hmm. which is something that he has gotten the opportunity to do a lot of recently in their um, most recent concert tours. And I'm so happy about it because he initially, like, we've talked about him a couple of times in our podcast. Most recently, we talked about him in our in her um, dating scandals, dating scandals episode. episode because he's a mem- he's like half of my favorite 
K-pop idol group, Kaistel. Um, <laughs> listen to that episode if you want to hear all about that. But um, he is an incredible dancer, and he actually ha- – we didn't talk about him in our trainee episode, but he is an interesting um, discovery story because he was actually – at the time that he auditioned for SM, which is the company he's fr- currently with, um, he was training to be a ballet dancer. And the only reason that he auditioned for SM is because his best friend, who is a member of a different K-pop group, um, was auditioning. And so he just, like, went with Timin of Shiny mm-hmm. um, to the audition and, like, decided to audition, too, because his friend was doing it. And now he's a part of EXO. Um, he's one of the younger members of EXO, but he's t- terrific and I think often gives like the most face oh, yes. on stage, um, which was evidenced as yes. soon as everybody else came out and he decided tongue, to stick that tongue, tongue, out tongue out at all mouth. of us. Naughty boy. Rude, 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 rude boy. So we have Kai. He's doing his beautiful his traditional gong, dance. Gong dance. Then we see coming around the corner, all of these like ATV dune mm-hmm. buggy, some kind of devices are like going around. Some kind of vehicle appears. And they're each carrying a member of EXO. Yes. uh, Which was cool. Uh, They get out in the middle and they began dancing (laughs) to uh, a remix. A remix of Growl, which is one of their earlier songs. It was the first song that included all the members of EXO. Yeah. Um, we which, brought up in a previous episode that they started out as two groups of six. Yes, for a total of 12. They're currently, and I, I want to bring this up because I noticed, I read this morning a couple of different articles that identified EXO as a nine-member group. <sighs> Shannon is sad now because her favorite member is this ninth member who, if you watched the ceremony, you will notice there was only you eight see of him. them. Um, he's because the last life is unfair because <laughs> life is cruel. Um, but he's the last remaining of the Chinese members and, um, he, for a variety of reasons is not currently with them, but he's still technically included in the group. Yeah. So if you're wondering why there's only eight, um, there it's is a ninth member legal international, like yeah. international stuff, but he's great. China's mad at Korea <laughs> about North Korea and they wouldn't let, so they were like, no more K-pop. Like last yeah. year they literally did that. They like yeah. made a K-pop band to try to like punish them for North Korean sanctions or something. But truly and who it's got like, punished was us. Yeah. Cause it's like serious government stuff, whatever. But like, I didn't get to see late. I haven't seen him with his boys in so long. I know. And all of us EXO fangirls have been, it's been like a year and a half. Lay fans, we call ourselves Xingmi's, and we've Because been his real name is Zhang Yixing. And uh, we, every time that there's been like a word of an EXO anything, we all have this stupid, stupid hope in our heart that he's <laughs> going to appear. And this seemed like the time because they were passing the torch to Beijing and he is like China. He calls himself China's sheep and they like King of China. They like call, they love him and God, nothing. If there was a time to it's, bring him back, it was now. It was such a missed opportunity. It doesn't make any, especially because now there will be all these publications referring to EXO as a nine member group and there's only eight there's of them. Like eight. it's so foolish to not have included him in the stage, but. We just needed to make a disclaimer, like, yes, there are nine members (laughs) of EXO. Eight of them were gorgeously and beautifully featured on this stage. Um, So the point of the V, as soon as they all get out there, the point of the V is still Kai. So Mm -hmm. that's like a recognizable face for you. Um, And we got to hear, I I love that their, like, introduction to the world was a sexy, 
Love it. Yeah. Love it. Loved it. Um, I also really appreciated the so dangerous with the little booty roll. Um, That was great. So I'm going to actually identify all the members for you right there. Okay, good. You took notes. Go ahead. In that moment where it says so dangerous and they're all shaking their booties at you, it then cuts into four and four. And the first four that you see in order from left to right is Kim Min Sok, also known as Shuman. Then it's Kai, also real name Kim Jong In. Then it's Oh Sehun, he's the Makne, the youngest member. And then lastly, kind of hidden in the back, the little one, his name is uh, Dio. Do Kyungsu is his Thank real you. name. Um, his last name is Do, and his first name is Kyungsu, but his stage name is Dio. D period, O period. Then it uh, cuts to the other four, and again, in order from left to right, is Chanyol, Park Chanyol. Um, then, I don't remember what Baekhyun's last name is now. Byun. Byun. Byun Baekhyun. Uh, he is like the blondish one and he has like a solo. I think and one of the first we've literally solos. talked about him on every episode of this podcast for yeah. some reason. <laughs> I don't know why. He's neither of our biases. Like <laughs> neither of us have a crush on him. We just bring him up a lot because mm. I don't know. I don't know. We just do. Um, so anyway, so it starts out with Park Chanyol. Um Ruiner of my life. Um, then Byun Baekhyun, um, star of this podcast. Then it goes to Chen, uh, whose real name is Kim Jong Day, and uh, he's so beautiful. And Helga really <laughs> loves him, but he currently has a bad haircut that is like really, really paining her. It's so terrible. <laughs> it has like tiny, short little boy bangs, and it's and getting mullety in, in the back. And it's this terrible reddish color. Ugh. He had like such beautiful solos because he's one of the best singers in EXO and like all of Korea, and. I just like every time he was featured on stage, it just broke my heart a little bit because he looks terrible. And he has looked terrible for so freaking long. Like since power came out, he's had that stupid haircut. Anyway, the last (laughs) one of that like four member group, it was Park Chan-yeol, Byun Baekhyun, Kim Jong-dae, a.k.a. Chen. And then lastly, uh, Kim Jun-myun, also known as Suho, and he's the leader the of EXO. The leader of EXO. So for you guys who are, like, clicking through and pausing and watching. Being like, which one is that? There you go. There's all of them. <laughs> Got it. Oh, God. Uh, so they were doing remixed version of Growl. Mm-hmm. Uh, An old song. Yes. Uh, but they had made it a little special. I thought Growl was a really interesting choice because that song, even when they were promoting it on music shows and in the music videos, the choreography is built around a cameraman being in the middle. Um, like it, the dance itself was like made to not. Like, you don't do it facing forward on a stage. It's supposed to be, like, this very intimate, like, the camera guy, like, spins around and all of EXO is dancing around the cameraman and it, like, moves. And so I thought that was a cool choice to pick Growl and to do it the way that they've always done it. Yeah, I I thought that that was an interesting choice, too. We talked a little bit about this beforehand, how um, they're, to a certain extent, like, EXO has a huge international fan base, but to a certain extent, like, this is their introduction to the whole world, and it's largely not just an introduction of EXO themselves, but also an introduction of K-pop on a global stage. And so what better way than to, like, get that personal interaction with it? And, like, this is a performance and a, and a dance that is meant to be filmed. Mm-hmm. So to have that, like, direct eye contact and, like, you can attach specific faces to this genre of music, you can... Um, like stare it right in the eyes. And I yeah. thought that was pretty appropriate. 
Yeah, no, so that was amazing. Mm -hmm. So Growl, they did like a shortened remix version of Growl into another shortened remix of, of power. power. Their most recent, well, I guess it isn't their most recent single because, because I guess universe. universe. But, but universe, universe didn't get promoted on music shows. It because was like, it's a special Christmas album okay. and not technically one of their full comebacks. Yes. So Power was their comeback that they had in September of this year. Um, it's I love this song. It gets me so hyped. Um, one of the Russian figure skaters also said it gets her super hype. I can't remember her name right now and I won't try to say it because mm -hmm. I know it's hard. But she got to meet EXO last night and good for her. Like, I know. good for you, girl. Um, but yeah, power, real hype song. The floor, like, got all rainbow. Yeah, all galaxy, like, which was really cool. That's EXO's thing. Like, they're from outer space, whatever. <laughs> if you want to hear more about that, listen to our concepts um, episode. episode. We also have mentioned a lot about, like, comebacks and promotions and all those things. So if you're listening to this and you're like, God, what are these ladies Just talking about? Just go back. We listen got some to our episodes. whole podcast and we'll tell you all about it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so they, they went into power. I did write down, um, like a couple of identifying clothing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if you want like to identify them that way. Um, Dio is literally is a shaved head and he's wearing what looks like a medal as like an ascot. It's like red. Mm -hmm. Um, Chanyul is wearing a red bolo tie. Um, he's the tallest one. Beck has like a terrible black choker on instead of a tie. Suho's wearing like a Prince Charming white napkin. Yeah, it looked like a, a napkin tucked into his shirt instead of a tie. Yeah, it looked awful. And then the other four like got away with regular ties. Except for Chen. Chen was wearing a tie with a collarless shirt, which Ugh. was ugly and terrible. What are they doing but, to him? But I will say that there was like a leaked 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 is the wrong word it was on the news yeah but there was a three second clip of them rehearsing a couple of days ago and they were wearing like very military like sergeant pepper like very adorned crazy jackets mm -hmm. in that and this time they went with like a white james bond dinner jacket instead and i i think that was a better choice yeah i like it and i like that choice for them too i mean they have worn the sort of like military style jackets on stage before but for this particular setting i think the the suit jacket dinner jacket thing worked better yeah they looked classy and they nice looked classy and nice and they changed for both songs they changed the choreo up a little bit mm -hmm. so like for diehard exo fans it was like fun to see something new um so yeah. if you if this was the first time you ever saw exo like go back and watch these performances and music videos um because the choreography is different and, and so is the song uh, as so well the because song. they had to they cut it remixes. and it was remixes mm -hmm. um a little, a little disappointed just because I'm old and no fun that dabs were put into the power <laughs> choreography, like to make. I'm pretty it. sure there is like one dab in the original power choreography. I think sometimes I think when they did, one. when they were doing like, we, we got, got that, that power every, every time. time. There was, <laughs> yeah. And at the end of Coco Bop, Chanyeol always posed in a dab, a dab because he's the reason that they dab at all. It's Chanyeol's fault. He's the worst. Um, <laughs> he's my favorite, but he's the but worst. He's the worst. <laughs> um, I did also appreciate for like those of us who were heartbroken that Lay was not a part of this performance. Um, I know Shannon is the most of us all. Um, <laughs> they did include all nine Powerballs on the yeah. stage at the end. Like if th those of us who are not EXO fans probably didn't recognize them as anything significant, but the performance ended with the LED stage like showing these like colorful circles all around mm -hmm. the stage. So if you watch their power music video, it's all about how like each one of them is superpowers. Which blah, we, blah, blah. again, mentioned in yeah. the concept episode. <laughs> um, and 
But it included all nine of them, a.k.a. including Lay's powers. Because so he's hopefully, not. He's not gone. <laughs> hopefully he'll come back soon. I'm just going to hold on forever and ever. Um, wow. Okay. Well, I mean, we're at like 25 minutes now. I think that's like a pretty good little. Well, let's sum it up with like overall general reactions. Okay. Are you general? Because when I woke up this morning and I like hadn't seen anything, the first thing that I saw about it was a, a tweet to us that was like, the girl thought I was underwhelming. And so she was like, no big fireworks, whatever. But I kind of have to disagree. Like maybe I sort of felt a little bit un- underwhelmed by CLs, but I was totally into EXOs. I thought they did a great job and I thought it was a good representation of what K-pop is and can be. Yeah, I uh, I have a lot of really complicated feelings about all of this. Like the past couple of weeks have felt complicated for me because – I like I've mentioned at the very first episode of this podcast and the reason that we do this podcast is that like I love K-pop so much and I want other people to love it. But all of these local news pieces and these like little articles coming out of everyone being like, what is K-pop? And they all have gotten like something wrong and it just like makes me kind of cringe. But I also, on the other hand, I'm like so happy that people are finding out about this stuff. Um, it's just hard. The media seems to cover it strangely. It's tough because I think the media can have a difficult time discussing like, uh, other cultures in general, like a foreign genre of music without making it sound like othering Mm -hmm. and without making it sound insulting. Yeah. But I think sometimes they end up, (laughs) they end up being that way. Um, but I'm also like, I have also sort of avoided like reading a lot about like local interpretations, but I'm very excited to welcome new fans. Um, so that piece of it. Yeah. Is so all, exciting. yeah, I think that that's, that's what keeps me going is the idea that like someone in the last 12 hours or someone here in America in a little while when it airs is going to see that. And the way that I felt changed at my first K-pop video, like someone's go- a spark is going to be lit in someone. And like that, I can't ever be mad about that because mm-hmm. it's great. But at in the, the very <laughs> least, ladies and, and some gentlemen will swoon at those beautiful faces. Oh yes. Oh yes. Um, so I'm proud. I'm so proud of my boys and I'm proud of all of the Olympians. I've really enjoyed watching some good. It's not K-pop related, but I've enjoyed some figure skating and some Olympics snowboarding. Olympics always whatever. fun. Like, they're, they're always a good time. And I'm proud of CL carrying that stage like a queen all on her own. Mm-hmm. It was just – it was a great time. From it was good. And I bet – and I do I, – I see how people could say that it was underwhelming because, like we mentioned earlier, I guess I was expecting a bit more of a spectacle. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that they did as best as – like they did what they could like with having like a weird blank stage where they spent all the money on the LEDs in the floor. Yeah. Um, and I bet it was amazing in person. Like it's one of those things that's probably a little underwhelming on TV. Um, but I bet in person it was like electric and amazing. Yeah. I do wonder how they got chosen to be the two representative acts. Um, mm-hmm. only because like EXO is huge. So that doesn't really surprise me that they would be the 
would be part of it, especially because they fairly recently, like within this past year, got some sort of recognition from the prime minister uh, or like the, the president. president. Uh, yeah, excuse me, prime minister. The president of South Korea like gave them an award recognizing what they've done for Korea on like an international global stage. So they were already recognized for their international claim. That doesn't surprise me. But CL is a little bit surprising only in the sense that like – I. I'm surprised it wasn't maybe a girl group. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, I mean, amazing, like, good for her. They must have felt, they must have felt that she had the most international appeal. Maybe. Because they very well could have dragged twice out there. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people would have liked it and other people would have rolled their eyes. Yeah, that's Um, true. They are a little bit more, like, stereotypical. Yeah. And CL is... A much more, like, Western-influenced yeah. artist. So maybe if they were thinking, trying to be like, hey, the whole world is looking at us, like, what's the most appealing thing mm-hmm. that we could showcase? And I do think, like, CL sells a diff- like a very, yeah, like an international kind of mm-hmm. image of, like, a cool pop star girl um, as opposed to, like, a cute, like, 12 cute girls in skirts, like, a crazy cool girl in, like, a giant trench coat with Cruel Deville hair is, like, a little cooler, maybe. Yeah. Um, but it was great. It was great. And I'm so excited. And I definitely, when we're done recording, I'm going to watch the NBC one and hold my breath and hope that they don't freaking talk over the whole thing if they do. I'm so sorry, everyone. But I don't know. Our podcast is very based on our listeners. We're a pretty international podcast. So I hope that a lot of our listeners were able to escape an NBC broadcast. Yeah. Or maybe like have, yeah, have their own local broadcast where brought like the announcers don't just talk the whole time. Cause the Chinese one I watched this morning, they didn't say a damn word. They were like, here's XO mm-hmm. and then they shut up for eight minutes. Yep. As it should be. Let (laughs) the kings do their work. Excuse me. Make way for Prince (laughs) X. No, I don't know. Uh, All right. This was a fun. This was our little Olympics bonus episode. Uh, One shot, two shot. Just a little. Yeah, just a little something for funds. Um, thanks for listening to this. If you did listen to this, we will be back with a brand new episode on Wednesday. We always post new episodes on Wednesday. Uh, this Wednesday, we will be talking about music shows. Woo! And you'll get to learn all about all the music shows where K-pop fans uh, are K-pop fans. All of the music shows where K-pop groups perform their stages uh and that will be great and fun if you want to find us on social media uh we are at ama kpop pod on tumblr instagram uh twitter all at ama kpop pod uh if you want to send us an email if you need to send us something a little longer than would fit in a tweet uh at uh ama kpop pod at gmail.com Um, And we would love to hear from you. And thank you for listening to this bonus episode. We'll be back on Wednesday. XO forever! XO forever! (laughs) XO, XO! XO, XO!